Hi, my name is Fats Timbo, and this is the Living Fearlessly podcast, all about pursuing your dreams and overcoming your fears. Each week, I'm going to have an amazing guest where we talk about how they overcome their fears, the fears that they are yet to face, and the tools that help them do so. So it's a chance to get to know me and the guest. We're going to get personal. So let's get started. There's nothing to fear. This week, I have a very, very special guest. I know I say it every week, but this week, he's very special to me because he's my man, my producer, my editor, and all-round best friend in life. It's Alan Lashjack. What's going on, guys? It's good. Yeah. How are you feeling? A bit nervous, but, you know. Listen, listen, baby. You move forward. You got me, yeah? You don't need to be nervous. All right, all right. You're okay. You're good. You know, You're good. How do you feel about being on this podcast? Uh, Crazy, to be honest. Really? I've never, never done anything like this, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bit new. I always take you on a new journey. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> so this week, Alan's going to be interviewing me, actually, and I'm going to be on the firing line. I'm joking, I'm not. Um... <laughs> Alan's going to be asking me the questions. You know how usually I always ask the, inter- the interviewee the questions? Now he's going to be asking me because I feel like it's very important for you guys to get to know me as a host. And if you haven't got my book, Main Character Energy, I guess this is a good way to well, get to know me. But cop that anyway. <laughs> okay, go cop that now. It's in all good retailers. So check it out. But. Yeah. Let's get started, babes. You're going to be interviewing me. Yes. Uh, let's give it a go. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. So. I always start with the quick fire question. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to ask me some? Yeah. So the first quick fire question is, what was your greatest fear as a child? My greatest fear as a child was not being accepted. So you didn't feel accepted. That's... That's a tough one. I can relate to that. Yeah. I can relate to that deeply. So, okay. What is your greatest fear now? My greatest fear now is losing loved ones. Yeah. I think most people feel like that, really. I feel, I feel like that's something we all go through. I know. I know. I fear. Do you fear losing me? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just just a little bit. I feel, I feel that with you all the time. Yeah, I'm a bit crazy. I know. We're all crazy, babes. It's cool. It's Uh, cool, darling. Yes. Okay, next question. What is the most frightening thing you have ever done? When you took me on that giant swing a few months ago, that was very frightening because it was the biggest swing in the UK. And you decided to take me on Valentine's Day. Why? That was a good Valentine's Day present. (laughs) Really? You know, this guy didn't even... Tell me, he surprised me yeah. with such a present, such a present. But still, I, I, I feel like I got over my fears of heights. So yeah, well, I'm screaming your lungs out. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I be screaming in the air, mid mid air? Yeah, she feeling like I'm gonna fall to my death. You thought it was like three times the size of a house. It wasn't that big. Come on, Alan, three story house. Alan, it was. It's the biggest swing in Europe. It wasn't that big. It was fine. It's fine, guys. Don't believe it. It's not that bad. Next question, because <laughs> I don't want to think about this anymore. I'm scared. Okay, okay. 
if if you were afraid, who would you call? Maybe you. That's so nice. You think of me that way? I love that. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Oh, that's because you know I actually answer. Let me not. I'm not like you. Let me not get you there. Ring, ring, My ring for ring. ages. Ring, ring, ring. I'm like, you're not busy today. I know. It's, I know what the schedule is today. Then my dad. Yeah, true. Okay, next question. If you were afraid and you couldn't call, what tricks would you use to stay calm? Um, just breathing. Because what else can I do? Your, free, your breathing tactics. Just when I need to go, when I really need to go to toilet, I use this technique. I just breathe. Breathe in. <laughs> breathe out. <laughs> And you say that to people that want to go to toilet really bad. I'm just like, that's your technique. It works for you. Yeah, because it actually helps. When I discovered that, Ellen, it changed my life. <laughs> I don't think you'd breathe on a daily basis. Do you? <laughs> Listen, when you're anxious, just breathe. I know. No, I'm, I'm just messing with you. It is a good tactic. It is. Right? It's an amazing tactic. Okay, next question. What would you say to someone who's about to have their first modeling shoot? It's nerve-wracking, yes. It's scary. I bet. <laughs> but do it anyway, because once you get out of your comfort zone, you can feel like you can do anything. And it's always good to get out of your comfort zone because you learn more. Yeah, always push the boundaries. And yeah. that kind of forces you to learn. Yeah, forces you to like. learn. What would you say if they were afraid of the challenge? Of the challenge? Okay. You can always be afraid of things, but I think the fear can always drive you mm -hmm. as well. And just because you're scared doesn't mean you don't do it. Yeah. You have to you have to get out of the other side of fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's so important to remember that and to always just remember the goal. Mm-hmm. Remember your goals. Don't let fear stop you from getting to your goals. Yeah. I feel like you always have to beat fear. That's that's the biggest challenge. Yes. Step over it. Yeah. But, um, it's always like once you take that step, you feel so much better instantly. Yeah. Even if you did like a bungee jump, once you've actually gone over, it's done and dusted, you have to just stick to the end, really. Definitely. Because Alan wants me to do bungee jumping as well and skydiving. Yep. Um, I'm very hesitant. But that's, that's, that's what I, I, do. I, I for the for the sake of love, I'll you, do it. You go and give it a go. And I'm afraid of the challenge, so I will beat that challenge. Yeah, you know? she's got to be fearless. Yeah. She's got to do it. Alan's helped me to be fearless in life. Oh, yeah, she's definitely grown a lot. Not physically. Yeah, I know. I literally wanted to say that so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. It's mentally, 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 not physically. <laughs> what would it take for you to feel like you have completed your life? Having, having a child and getting married. Okay, that's not yet. All right. I know it's not yet, it's but not I don't still. We'll get there soon. Okay. And I need, I need a minute. We, we need a minute. <laughs> You're too young for this right now. We're too young. We enjoying life. We enjoying. But yeah, no, I do see that as a, like, a step in life for sure. I don't feel like it's completed then, but because you got to True, because you got to raise a child. Maybe once I've raised a child, I feel like I've completed life. True. 
and maybe when I get to like 90. Mm. I think like living to 90 would be good. And then obviously just getting to the point where they move out, like your kids move out. Yeah. And then that's when you can kind of like restart yourself and think about yourself again and what you're going to do when you've like worked in a job for years or you've, you know, gone for your career and you've been smashing it. And now you're like, oh, what else am I supposed to do? What else supposed to do? That's what's kind of weird. I feel like when you get to that certain age, I'm a bit like, hmm, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really end. You've got to figure out more. I know. Okay. So I think we're going to move into the first commandment. The commandment. I'm going to read this out because there's <laughs> no better person to do it than me. No, she's lying. I am the better person. Listen, I'm the better person. Let's not get competitive now. I'm enjoying myself. Without further ado, you're going to introduce the first commandment. Ooh, Alan. That was smooth. I'm just trying to use my eyes, but I can't. I'm just looking everywhere. It's a bit... No, no, that was cute. I like that. Okay. Well, let's, let's do it. Commandment one. Be unexpected. Don't change the world to fit the world's expectation. Change the world to make it expect you. When have you defined people's expectations? I have defined people's expectations by proving people wrong, that disabled people can do more and better in life. Um, I think in past years, a lot of people thought that disabled people aren't capable, mm -hmm. um, aren't worthy, yeah. even to be seen on magazines and things like that. So, for example, I was on Vogue. Damn, that's, that's a big thing right there. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I can't believe I was on Vogue. Um, I've always said that I wanted to do Vogue. Mm. And the fact that I'm in the Vogue magazine, you know, I picked up the copy, copy today. I need to even show you. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I need to show you. This. It looks so cool. Oh, in print. Um, look, you look so cool there as well. So. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> it's a really cool shot. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, done big things. Yeah. I've done crazy things in my life. And I think it's through defying people's expectations. Definitely. If I limited myself to what people think they thought, I should be, I want to be where I am today because I, I knew for a fact I could do so many things in my life, like working with Gymshark, like working with all different types of brands and doing so much in my life, going on news programs, educating people, yeah. you know? Like when I went on the Undateables, I was almost like, I feel like I was kind of dub dumbing myself down but at the same time, I wasn't... It was like a springboard. Yeah, it was a springboard. Yeah. That's how I had to think about it. I had to think positive mm -hmm. about where I wanted to go. And if I want to go on a show called The Undateables, that doesn't mean I'm undateable whatsoever. When you watch it, you don't think, oh, these people aren't dateable. It's just the name. Exactly, yeah. Just get people to click on it, really. <laughs> how did school make you feel? I hated school. Really? As I've told you about it many times. She said really then. <laughs> <laughs> just for the effect, innit? I was doing it for the effects. Yeah. It's all right. You just don't, you we'll just dump you right into the middle. Like. <laughs> it's because I know I've told you many times. Yeah. But, um, 
I hated school, but at the same time, school made me a very strong individual. Mm -hmm. um, I guess through the bullying, you know, I've, I've been bullied severely, um, severely bullied, and people really didn't um, F with me in school sometimes. Um, and That's I guess, annoying. I know. How was school like for you, actually? Let me ask you. Me? Yeah. It's all about you today. No, it's not all about me. It's about us. School for me, uh, it was a bit tough. Um, I don't know. I'd want to you want to hear a little story. Yeah. As uh, I guess people don't know, um, not I guess, if you don't know, Alan's got a cerebral palsy in your... <laughs> Right. Terrible. She doesn't. Right. Left. Left. His left leg. Alan. She don't know me, guys. She don't know me. It's quite upsetting. Notice it, man. Gonna have to go cry in the bathroom. She don't even know. In his left leg. His left. Left foot. Yeah. Left foot. <laughs> yeah, the left in his, foot. In his left foot. Mm. Why did I say in? On? Is it on or in? On or in? I know, his, I don't know, in in his left In his left foot. Better. Yeah, it sounds better. Um, Alan has cerebral palsy in his left foot, so that's caused him to have um, a little... Uh, I don't even see it anymore. That's a little... I know, you call it a limp, isn't it? Limp, a little limp. But I don't yeah. even see it anymore. It's invisible to yeah, me. Yeah, everyone says that, literally. When they I get know. used to me, they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, do you not remember the limp? And they're like... No, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> I just see Alan, my beautiful Alan. Wow. Don't put, gas me up to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why I think we've connected so much. Um, I guess when we met and you told me you have cerebral palsy and I was like, I've got dwarfism. It was like, you know, a, a, a match type of card situation. It was like, oh, my God, we matched. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your school life. My school life, okay. Growing up. Well, the worst things that happened for me were probably like getting told to go back to my country, which was just hard to tell where I'm from. So I was just like, how do you know I'm foreign? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like just always being told that, being called a peg leg 24-7, feeling like, you know, I'm meant to be a pirate. So I was like, okay, this is something new, you know. I'm sure you leave. Well, yeah. Per. I love I love being unique, so and I don't know. But you didn't feel you didn't love being unique growing up though. No. No. You hate it. It was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Um obviously I was really good looking when I was young, so Still good looking. I was I was um <laughs> I was getting the ladies. I, that wasn't the issue. It was just, you know, everyone else trying to butt heads, all the guys get out of here, be always fighting all the time. That was that was a very annoying part of life really having to always stand my ground being the smallest it was like the easiest target so right i know i know how that feels yeah being the smallest in the room it's weird it's like people don't have that the thought of oh they're smaller like it wouldn't be um fair yeah that's how i see it if someone's much smaller there's no point even trying because it's just like throw it around you throw it around easy like you can injure people hurt them it's just, yeah, it's a bit much. Um, but people don't think like that, especially kids, you know, when you're young. You just do stupid stuff rather than actually yeah, thinking about it. Um, but, yeah, those are kind of like the main things, really, just persistently. I agree. I, I think um, 
a lot of people like to pick on the smallest and the group. That's why we were targets, targets. I guess. Yep. We definitely were the targets because we stand out from the crowd. We're both small, we're both disabled. We're both, mm-hmm. like, I guess for me, I sometimes I did fight, but most of the time I didn't because it. I felt like it's not going to change anything. Yeah. It's not, it wouldn't. Like, most of the time it doesn't. Just say it could even ignite the fire even more, you know. Especially yeah. if you do win the fight, then it's just like can be endless. Sometimes it's just better to walk away, and that's something that took me time to learn as well. Right, because I know what you're like. You wanna you wanna fight everyone. Not everyone, but you wanna fight. No, I mean as in you wanna fight people that will try it with you. But sometimes you gotta choose your battles. Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's always been a tactic. Like you gotta be safe, but. That was obviously when I was younger. Nowadays, it doesn't happen at all. There's no, not even like race or size or anything really isn't mentioned now. Mm. So I feel like most people who go through stuff as kids, you know, you get over it. I feel like it's just being strong, getting some thick skin, you know. What would you advise little Alib? As always, everyone always says, um, just be yourself, man. That's That's something that I've always been. So maybe that's caused the issue because people don't like that I can be myself fully. Um, Envious. Yeah, like they have to pretend to be someone and that that's the case most of the time. Um, growing up, you'll see that people being fake, they're not being themselves. So I feel like you figuring out yourself faster is going to make it a much easier process when you get Yeah, there. definitely. Um, being yourself will find the right people as well. Around Like it will, it's like a magnet. You'll just be pulling people that are good for you rather than negative. I agree. I think um, not feeling the need to to fit in because mm-hmm. um, I definitely always felt like that. Like she said, be yourself and the rest will follow. Everything will just fall into place. Exactly. And you'll be in vogue in the future. Yeah, <laughs> That's the thing, you never know. Like One kid could be telling you they want to be sports car racer and then next minute you see when you get older and you meet up or randomly bump into each other you could be a doctor you could be fixing your leg or something i know you just don't know like when never ever going. know yeah so i just feel like no matter what anyone's going through in school it's only for a certain period of time i know you can find ways to stop whatever could be going on in your life but if you're born with a disability and something that you have to work through daily you just have to keep pushing. Yeah. Like, there's no... Something you have to keep pushing daily because there's way more challenges than the average person. Yeah. For example, you you had to go for operations. I had to go for operations on my ears and go for checkups on my legs and mm. it's just a lot more stress. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's go to the next commandment. Okay, so let's move on to commandment two. Let love be your superpower. Take care of those who care about you and they will help you fly. Hmm, I love that. That's so true. It's like I scratch your back, they scratch you. Yes, exactly, exactly. I think that's how life goes, man. If you help people, they they would give it back and it. You don't have to do it for something, you know? It's more from the heart, especially if it's from the heart. You'll get it ten times back. So who are the people that made you fearless? My parents. Uh, My parents have always 
given me that shelter, I would say, and it's the shelter that I've always needed mm-hmm. from the outside world because, as I've always told you, I think if I didn't have supportive parents, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I don't think I would because imagine a toxic home and then going outside to a toxic experience. world yeah. experience. Just too much. So having a supportive family like love and care for you and always give you the right advice mm-hmm. has so been so beneficial in my life to escape from that toxic world. Yeah. No, it's definitely good to have supportive parents. I feel like that's something that I didn't have on that kind of level where it comes to how to guide you through life. Right. Yeah, it was more just get a job. And you figured that out, young. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not. It's not as easy as that. Yeah, there's no, there was no guidance. So just get a good job. And uh, obviously, when you don't have people to look up to that do that, I only had my one of my oldest brothers. Actually, yeah, one of my oldest. Um, he is doing amazing in life. So obviously, we could only really look up to him as someone like as a good role model that's changed his life from starting at the bottom and going up. Oh well, so obviously, I haven't had that. So it's quite tough to navigate through life that's kind of what I wanted to say having a good good support system is gonna like create a better version of you yeah I feel like if you don't have that it can kind of spiral out of control because there's no guidance you're used to guidance whilst you're learning yeah whilst you're in school you've been taught a process you gotta go through this you gotta go through that and there's levels and there's steps so when you don't have that in the future after you finish school and stuff it's, it's a struggle it is it definitely is, and I can't imagine what it's like to not have that because I've been so used to that, mm. you know? Yeah, I've been so used to that. When we first got together and you were saying, wow, your parents are so, like, supportive, it was like, I don't I don't know any different. <laughs> it's normal to me. <laughs> yeah, it's normal to me, but you showed me that, yeah, not everyone has that. Yeah, not everyone has that. Not everyone has both parents. Yeah, yeah my mum was single, single parent. Parent, even <laughs> so single impairment. Oh man, single parent. So, um, with seven of us. So wow. Yeah, she dealt with a lot and uh, gone through a lot, and yeah, she got through it till the end. To be honest. So yeah. yeah, but your parents will be proud of you, though. Yeah, I feel feel like I'm way better now. I'm figuring out my way still, trying to find myself a bit more. Because when you get older, you kind of learn a lot more about yourself and your surroundings and everyone else. I don't know, it's just like you become a bit wiser, so. No. Your um, choice-making patterns and all that change, everything is different, really. Every, I think, like, maybe every 10 years, a lot changes and you have to adapt to your situation. Definitely. I agree. I agree. I think even adapting to modelling and TikTok and influencing and you know at first I don't think you already know my parents didn't support me mm-hmm. and well they wouldn't say they didn't support me they were apprehensive very, let's just say very. and that's because they're from a different generation yeah let's be honest they're from a different generation where all they thought of was or all they thought the dream was to go to uni get a job and work and have a house yeah and that's it when people like us in our generation, we want way more than that. You know, we're going to work super hard. Not like we're working 
harder than them, but we're working smarter. Yeah. Just say that. We're working smarter nowadays because just because you haven't gone to uni doesn't mean you can't make it. Oh, yeah, there's loads of people that have, so... So... I don't really doubt that's the, that's the case. Like, most people that go to uni, they don't really come out with a job that they studied. Yeah, exactly. The course that they study, they don't get a career in that, so I don't... It's just kind of confusing. It's kind of just like a pie-bass time for a lot of people. They just go and enjoy uni. That's what I experienced, anyway. Same here. You know, from all the people that you know in the course and in other courses... I've looked at all their pages and stuff and not everyone's doing what they're supposed to be or what they wanted to. So life kind of gets like that. Okay, so moving on to the third command. Third commandment is rise above. Every great thing was at first new and different. Those who fear their own difference will point out yours. So if you want to be great, you'll have to rise above. <laughs> Haters want you to feel fear. How have you dealt with that? Um, cry my eyes out. <laughs> Sometimes. Try your always mate. <laughs> um, on a serious note. On a serious note, um, yeah, I guess crying. Sometimes just let just let out your emotions. Yeah, then just do it, man. Because for me. When you bottle it up, it makes it worse. Yeah, it just and explodes on a random time. Sometimes it's like a, a charge situation. Like I keep <laughs> charging it up. Yeah. You're topping me up. You're topping me up until that one person that annoys me, I go home and I cry my eyes out and I'm recharged. Yeah, you feel better. I feel better. Let out the negative emotion. I let out the negative emotion. I probably get that once a year. Hmm. That's good though. Once it, yeah, you know, because it is a challenge out there, and I'm, I know how you feel. You've seen it for yourself. Yeah, I've seen it, and I've gone through it myself. So it's tough, definitely. When do you think you first ever noticed people noticing your disability, and how did that make you feel? Um, probably like primary school, right at the beginning. Let's say, for like four years old. You know, when I when you can kind of start remembering that time i can't go any earlier than that <laughs> but um yeah i used to have thoughts of why am i different why do i look why is my leg like that why can't i walk like them lot why can't i balance on one foot um why do i walk short like distances why does my leg hurt all those thoughts would come in and i'd just be technically like, jealous of everyone else um that would always make it a challenge for me mentally trying to battle that and yeah try to kind of grow as a person as well when that's happening at the same time is the biggest challenge i yeah. completely relate to that babes <laughs> i was thinking why am i so short <laughs> why why can't i reach the light like everyone else <laughs> why i don't understand why am i lost in the race every time every single time every time. not even once can't even, nobody can even let me win. Why? Why? You know, it happened to me a lot as well, all the time. Just even if I do good at the beginning, by the end of it, either absolutely tired or can't breathe. I know. I'm just like, I'm dying. I'm just going to walk the rest. I know, right? I'm just walking the rest. And you're thinking, why? Why? Why me? Why? 
the it's just it's just one of those things and then when other people point out your insecurities like mm. you know you you've got a pig nose or look at your nostrils or um you've got a big forehead can i help it can i help it is that a question like i don't I know, know. I know it's just i mean it just has to be said and yeah and i'm just like why is your brain thinking that way well i just don't get it it's quite impulsive I know. I've never done that to anyone. I've never done that to... Why is this... I, I would never want anyone to feel, like, insecure or feel like my words have hurt them. You know how people say, oh, words don't hurt you? What, what's the thing? Sticks and tones. Sticks and... Sticks and stones may break... Sorry, I need that. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can't hurt me. That's a lie. Yeah, it's the other way around. <laughs> Sticks and stones will hurt me. <laughs> it will hurt me. Words will hurt. And words will hurt. <laughs> words, yeah, I think they have really big effects. They do. On your mental space, really. People need to remember that people's work, like their words, their five minutes of them making fun out of you can be a lifetime of memories. Yeah, definitely. What of it? Yeah, it was crazy times. Crazy times. I feel like, yeah, one of the best things about being short, you know, is just you always keep a date in a lamppost when you first start experiencing dating, you're dating a lamppost. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's a funny experience. <laughs> you feel like the only best way I could ever describe it, it just feels like you're the princess in the, the prin- yeah, in the in the Disney cart in Spain. <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! At that, is there packs? I'm always. Height-wise, height-wise, obviously, obviously, you know, it, it's tough. Yeah. But obviously, girls for this different. It's kind of like normal thing. It's, I guess. And Very girl. But you six diet. foot to me, Alan. You're six foot to me. Yeah, true. I'm actually lanky for the first time. Yeah, with me, so it's cool. I'm the lampers. You're the lampers, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. Don't worry about that. At least you don't need to worry with me. True. How do you deal with critics? How I deal with critics? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's positive criticism, I take it on board. I think for a long time, anyone that was critiquing me, I'll take it so negatively, but I will try yeah. my best to take the positive out of it. And I think now that I'm 26, mm-hmm. I know how to differentiate positivity or positive criticism and just downright hate (laughs) i know the difference that's good now i'm not going to take on your hate you can you can shove it where the sun don't shine but the positive criticism it's all right but the positive criticism Mm -hmm. i'll take on board because i can learn from it i can get better from that yeah that's it i think you definitely need to get used to getting criticism constructive criticism yes you know even when they say it's constructive and then it just sounds a bit like you're being attacked i know yeah it just it feels like that but i feel yeah you have to get thick enough skin to just keep taking it and learning from it like you said um it's a it's like a growth mechanism you know Mm -hmm. i feel like if you don't take it in and you just allow it and you're like oh nah it's affecting me you just stay in that rut feeling yeah i'm supposed to develop you can't develop then. Yeah, exactly. And then that would just keep coming in the back of your head, like, oh, but someone said this, or someone said that. You really can't be thinking that way. Yeah, I'm still very young, and 
we still got time to be the best that we can be. So just just take it on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How do you deal with trolls online? How I deal with trolls online mm-hmm. is by pressing block and delete. Oh, is that easy? That's good. Yeah. You know, I'll say, oh, someone said I'm ugly today. Block. Forget about it. Done. Done. Done and done. Off the page. My block list is very, very, very long. Is it? Very long. Because people come for me. Do you remember the time when we went on eating with my ex? So many people came for me. And I was thinking, listen, I got my mans. (laughs) I got my mans. It worked out in the end. It worked out in the end. See, we're doing a podcast together now. Say something. Please. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Do you know what I mean? We're here. We're here. We're here. You made it. You made it. You know what I mean? So I think how I deal with it is I know what I'm capable of. I know my worth. And if I let any sad keyboard warrior affect my mental health, then how can I win? I can't win. Exactly. Especially like, obviously, it's easier said than done. But you, like you said, you have to find ways to get them off, block them. You know, you just have to keep getting past whatever negative can, comments come your way. So, how how do you deal with negativity about me online? Have you ever? I think you had one or two. I've had a few, yeah. What do you do? Same thing. Um, yeah, same thing. Sometimes I really want to reply. I'm like, yeah, let me just say something. <laughs> I just, I just want to say something. But you know, you like you've taught me really. Don't bother. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't even bother. It's just going to be a downward spiral from there. I know, right? And you've had girls try come for you. Excuse me. Yeah, they're interested. No, they're interested because I am. Numbers on my forehead. Numbers not on your foreheads. All right, all right. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Chill, chill. No. You know, they do come for me a little bit. No, because they know (laughs) I'm with you and you're more available, not available, you're more attractive when you're unavailable. Yeah, that's true. I don't know where that comes from. It's like a scent goes in the air and everyone just knows <laughs> where everyone's interested. God forbid. You want to be homewreckers? <laughs> you're mine, mate. Just saying. Really? Yes. What do you mean, really? <laughs> Why are you saying really like that? Just, me. I don't know. I'm not sure, am I? You think about that. I'm a free human being. You're not a free human being. You're locked within with me. Locked in. <laughs> you're locked in. I'm trapped. No, you're locked in, not trapped. <laughs> okay. What, what's next? Well, next. We, you can deal with haters in many ways, but the easiest, block them and just keep doing that. <laughs> keep doing it. Keep doing it. Next commandment. Okay. Moving on to commandment four. Commandment four. Trust the journey. The path to your dreams will at first seem so long. But if you learn to love the journey, then you'll never get tired. Never ever get tired. Love the process. Yes, you've got to love yeah. the process, baby. you got to love it. That's the exciting part. Yeah. The end goal is short. It's very short. Just like the best example I could give is when you're doing your driving, doing your lessons. Oh, sorry. Doing your lessons, that's probably the most exp- exciting part is where you have that adrenaline, you're learning, you're making mistakes, and then 
as soon as you pass, it's like literally a day or two of energy in us. I know. You're like, oh, oh, next. What's next? Literally, <laughs> all that momentum and adrenaline and anticipation, mm-hmm. and then it's gone once you pass. Me and Alan passed the first time. I'm very proud of us. Yeah, we did so well. We did it. Like I did it first, and then Alan did it afterwards, and. Mm-hmm. Now it's done. We had that those months were so intense. And then once we passed, we were like, Meh. What's next? What's next? Just get a car then now, isn't it? Yeah, just get a car now, get a house, <laughs> get this, get that. What's okay. next? So how did you initially break into the fashion scene? Like how was your first experience? So when I first broke into it, I saw an ad on Instagram asking for different types of people and I thought to myself okay I guess they're calling my name they're calling my name yeah and I think even though I had low self-esteem and you know I wasn't as confident as I am now I still liked challenging myself yeah so I thought to myself okay I want to do modeling so I'm going to try it we're going to see what happens and when they asked me to be a part of their campaign, I nearly collapsed. Honestly, I nearly collapsed, babe, because I was so excited. It just, I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe this is my big break. Yeah. Maybe I can do something with this. Turned up, you know, and, you know, they, they, they loved me. So they asked me to do it. And then it was an underwear shoot, babe. Ooh. Hey. Gonna get African beaten. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm not gonna lie. And um, okay. I think it was scary. Uh, Very scary. Too funny. But I still I still did it anyway. And I think if I hadn't done that, I don't know where. Don't know where. Because that was scary. But yeah, still did it. first time doing underwear must have been a challenge. Big challenge. <laughs> right build on your confidence. No, first ever one. Imagine. Yeah, you got to get your kit off. God damn, okay. All right, people watching? <laughs> Wait. Am I going to be in the change room or in front of all these ladies? Like, damn. Ladies and men with cameras. Well, oh. I think it was um, a female photographer. I don't know. I don't remember. But no, it was a male photographer. Scary, but. I thought, okay. Have to be professional. I have to be professional. Yeah. If I want to get somewhere, I gotta get my kit off and be professional. Yes. And I did that. <laughs> I did that. And I think when I posted it on Instagram, mm-hmm. it blew up. It's my first viral moment. Is it? Yeah. Okay. First viral moment. I got That's big. What a taste of viralness. Viralness. If that's even a word. Viral infectionness. Viral infectionness. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I think that was, yeah, the moment. The moment I thought, I have an audience online now. Yes. I need to... So what, what was your what was your big jump? My big jump? Like, I think okay. from 500 to like 5K. Wow. It was insane, Alan. That must have been a good, crazy experience. It was. Can you imagine? Like, all of a sudden, all these people are following you. All of all these people are liking your picture out of nowhere because I posted it. I just literally closed my eyes and I was like, post. 
I was like, I know I need to post this. Someone, I think someone suggested it to me. Um, yeah, I just did it. Post, press, post. Added new nude, and yeah, the rest is history. Now, now I'm modeling for Vogue. I'm in a Vogue magazine. Crazy. After like what five years or so? Six years. Six years now. Six years. Insane. I want to show you actually. I need to. I need to speak. Yes. Here I am. Here I am. Yes, that's me. That's me. That's me. Just in case you're wondering, that's me. Just saying. That looks sick. Thank you. Really cool. Love the outfit. Love the whole shot. <laughs> Moving on to Commandment 5. Commandment 5. Only doubt, doubt itself. The words I can't only become true if you don't. When and why have you doubted yourself? I think in anything, it's so scary. Like, I think I find when I'm doing even like modeling or doing a fashion show yeah. or doing a campaign, I'm always doubting myself. I think I have imposter syndrome. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> I have imposter syndrome and it's scary because you're thinking, oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get there? How You always have these doubts. Yeah, you know? back of your mind 24-7. Like, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. Especially at the beginning as a young model, as a young dancer, yeah. you know? Definitely. I think it's so scary, especially I think when I was super young doing those dance um, musicals and things like that, it was terrifying, mm -hmm. absolutely terrifying. But it helped me grow confidence. It helped me grow so much confidence. Definitely. I know that you dance, babe. And how did dance make you feel? Made me feel great. Gave me that confidence. As you said, it does build it very easily because you've got to be able to dance in front of people you know, entertain people. You could be doing shows or you could be dancing and training with your crew. So it's kind of puts you in like that, takes you out of your box, you know. Try to build confidence by dancing in front of everyone and bouncing with people's energies. And with saying I can't as well, I think you're already setting up yourself for failure. Yeah. So I find that really something that should never be said. And I really like that you've put that in there. Don't only doubt, doubt itself. And the words I can't like become true if you believe in them. And I feel like as a kid, I used to say that a lot. I can, I can. And then once I actually did it or forced myself into learning something that really I was afraid of. You did it. Yeah, complete euphoria. Like crazy. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you learn that through age though. You kind of start doing things that you really don't want to do or like all that you're afraid to do. Now let's go to the next commandment. Commandment six. Discover new perspectives. If you have the chance to see the world, then do it. You'll see yourself differently when you discover new perspectives. Have you ever taken someone else's perspective to help grow yours? Yes. Um, I think when I'm in different countries, especially poorer countries, mm -hmm. I think it's so important to remember that, especially when you're in somewhere 
like Sierra Leone. Yeah. That's where I'm from. And you've been there twice yeah. as well with me. <laughs> uh, you remember, how, like, I, I remember how happy everyone was. Yeah. Even though they don't have much at all. I say they don't have anything, literally. They Some people, super happy. they're super happy. They're super welcoming. It's actually crazy. I was, when I first went there, that was the biggest reality check ever. Like, Seriously. can never say anything bigger than that because people are actually surviving out there. And they're actually surviving. And how are they happier than yeah, most people here? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not, because here we're not satisfied. Yeah, true. That's that's yeah, that's so true. There, it's about water, food, and electricity. A little bit. That's about it. That's about it. That's Enjoyment. Enjoyment. So that's a big word there. They will be saying it everywhere. Enjoyment. Enjoyment. That's it. That's it. It's so important to have those different perspectives in your life because it makes you grateful for what you have. Yeah, definitely. Like, if a person from Africa did come over, they would really see the difference of um, what it's like and how much opportunity they have. I feel... Yeah. You know, they they would be very interested. I feel like when you came come here first time, you've never been to a place like this, you'd be like, Wow, I can do this, I can do that. Whoa. Yeah, there's so many opportunities. Yeah. yeah seriously, when you go to a third world country, it's wow. What's it like in Poland? Poland, I've really only been there twice, but seems it's pretty nice. <laughs> I haven't really been to many places. I wanna go to the capital, but you know, haven't been there yet. I know. I, I live like right at the bottom. I don't know. In a village. Yeah, in, in a small spot called Biasco Biawa. It's very, very small. Um, it's getting vamped up right now. So it's looking a lot better than it did before. But I don't really have much to say because I haven't traveled there for long enough. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I've maybe been to one swimming pool. That's why. Let's go to the next one. Okay, moving on to Commandment 7. Stop. When your dreams come true, it can happen so fast that you hardly notice. Stop and take a look around because it might be happening to you right now. When did you realise you were making moves in the social media scene or fashion scene? I think when I started growing a really big following, especially on TikTok. Because okay. as you know, babes, I got nearly 3 million, God. which is so scary. <laughs> Gary, I can't believe three million, nearly three million people have clicked follow on my page. It's really cool, really super cool. cool. And I think me being bored during lockdown changed my life as as well. Me realizing that I'm funny is is amazing as well. Yeah. Doing cool videos that make people laugh, mm -hmm. doing shows. I think just challenging myself yeah. has made me really resilient. You know, and appreciate my resilience. Mm -hmm. Last week, I learned a new word called perseverance. Uh, Alistair Campbell. No, perseverance and resilience. Perseverance. Oh, it's a mixture. Yeah, it's a mixture of words called perseverance. Perseverance, you said. Perseverance. Okay. That's what I mean. Perseverance. I was getting it wrong with him, and I'm getting it wrong again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, did you stop and enjoy the moments? Not as much as I should. Oh, yeah, probably super busy, right? Yes, super busy. But I do need to stop and enjoy the moments because 
it's really important to not just move on to the next one because yeah. I'm waiting so long to achieve what I've achieved. For example, Vogue, mm-hmm. I've got the copy now. Really and truly, I should frame it. Yeah. I want to frame it so I can look at it and realise that, damn girl, you did well, you know? Done big things. But I've done big things. I've made dreams come true and mm. I need to understand that. I need to remember that before I keep moving forward and keep pushing and pushing. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Okay, moving on to commandment eight. Commandment eight. Love for you. Learn to love yourself and then someone else. Yeah, I, I believe that fully. I feel really? like, yeah, I feel like you do need to have a little bit of love for yourself. Maybe even understand yourself, get to know yourself. So once you kind of jump in with somebody else, you know who you are and they get to know your full self rather than some fake version that you're putting front and up. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I believe so as well. I think that's why I'm, I'm kind of um, quite together. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it is a tough thing to do, though, to find love for yourself because you're always challenging yourself, always unsure about certain things. Oh, why do I look like that? Or I don't like the way I look, you know? you got those kind of hurdles are hard to get past because it's a daily occurrence. You see it every day. There's a <laughs> mirror. There's a mirror pretty much everywhere. You're always going to be like, oh, I don't like the way I look. Whatever. And that's part of loving yourself. you got to really like your... Appearance. Human appearance, let's say your human body, you know, you're the spirit, let's say, and you're going to enjoy what you've been given, really. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I'm always complaining about if I put on weight. Mm-hmm. I was going to say if I've lost weight, but I never do. Um, <laughs> you do? I do lose weight, but not as much as I want to. And I'm always, like, anxious about it and always complaining about it. But I need to remember that my my body is my temple. I need to worship it, whether I've put on weight, whether I've lost weight, whether I'm skinny, whether I'm not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so um, I need to love it. I need to appreciate what I have. And just because people have picked up my insecurities doesn't mean I should be insecure. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's full stops. I need to just love me yeah. for who I am because I have you. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if you struggle to fall in love with yourself, you can jump in with somebody and get in a relationship because they would show, like, things about yourself that you you don't see. So you can finally understand yourself deeper, which will make it in hand easier to fall in love with yourself. So mm-hmm. I find it works both ways. Like, you can just jump in and see how it goes. Um, but if you want a good springboard, I would say find yourself first. Yes, find yourself first. Do you love yourself? I do. I completely do. I think even if I didn't have you, I think I would have got, I hope I would have got to this position. Mm. But am I saying that because I'm in a relationship with you and we've built such a great foundation together and I've built such a great career for myself and have a great family? Maybe, but... I think right now I can say I do because I'm just happy. Yeah. You, Full stop. Yeah. I'm just happy. Full stop. Things, things are going good. Things are going great. And even on down days, I remember that I have a family, I have a boyfriend, 
I have a great career going. Full yeah. stop. That's it. Right. And you got and you got a big bum. Thanks. Thanks, babes. <laughs> it's a great feeling. It's a great you feeling. Got that. I'm very proud. <laughs> I'm very proud. That's good. Do you love yourself? Yeah. I'm still figuring that one out. I love myself more as I've got older for sure. That's good. Um but at the same time I'm learning. There's a lot of things going on whilst I've just hit twenty six, so Yay, happy um, birthday, babe. Yay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Just hit 26 two days ago. Yeah. It'd be 26. I'm on the way to 30, but, um, yeah. We both are. <laughs> yeah, you're older than me, you're old now. No, I'm not old. I'm four months older than you. You're trying to call me a cougar. Yeah. You're dumb. I like older women. <laughs> so, we don't. Let's go to the next one. Okay, let's move on to commandment nine. Be heard. It is hard to thrive in a world that doesn't respect or see people like us or yourself. It is harder to make a change, but just because they don't listen doesn't mean you won't be heard. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> when have you been when have you been fearless enough to speak up or make a change? When I was being bullied. You were bullied. Yeah, babe, I was bullied. Bullied? Bullied. Um, when I was bullied in school, um, I spoke up for myself. And I don't know why I'm talking like that. Well, I spoke up for myself and I made sure that the teachers listened to me and they managed to expel the boy that was severely bullying me who happened to actually message me on DMs and say, oh, you're doing so well. You're amazing. Oh. Oh. Did you forget? <laughs> Did you forget? You bullied me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gave me trauma. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't ever getting back from that. So, I... <laughs> it's true. It's so true. But oh. I think I think it's so important to speak up because how are you supposed to make a change? How are you supposed to change the things that are going on if you're if you stay quiet? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to go straight into the fire. You have to. You have to. And that's why doing this Vogue campaign, doing this like disability Vogue campaign, is going to change a lot because it's going to change people's perceptions yeah. on beauty and the beauty stuff. Definitely. Because it, they think it's supposed to be, you know, like the typical model body. Yeah. But that's not the case. It's not the case. I think that you know, people like me can be a model. They can, we can be just as, just as beautiful as the next person. A disability isn't going to change that. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be the same typical stuff every single year, the same, like you need to start including everybody, like you're saying. Yeah. I feel like everyone needs to be included. So people know of all different disabilities. They know all different types of people, mm -hmm. you know, because um, there's are, there are a lot of places that don't, I've never seen a little like, person. Yeah, a little person. Or somebody with a d face facial deformity mm -hmm. as well. Different skin tone, everything, culture, whatever. They just they could be stuck in a bubble, you know, and they've never met anyone. I know. So it's but yeah, I feel like it does need to happen. It is slowly happening. It just yeah. needs to go up a bit, a bit faster, a bit faster rate. A bit you know? faster, yeah. Slowly but surely. Yes. 
Fair enough. Commandment. Okay, you say commandment 10. Okay, moving on to commandment 10. Look back and then forwards. Because both learning and dreaming are both time well spent. So what's in the future for you? Or for Fats Timber, let's say. The future? Um, I'm hoping to do more presenting mm -hmm. jobs. Hoping to do more Fats and Friends shows. Yeah. If you haven't come to my show, I suggest you come. You're going to have a fun time and you'll be laughing all throughout it. Well, um, and Yeah, she, she does well. Thank you. The show is Thank hilarious. Uh, my babe films the whole thing the whole time, which yes. is great. I tried the DJ once, didn't work out. Um, you just need a little bit more practice, that's all. <laughs> and uh, I just want to be, I just want to be like a household name, mm -hmm. like Oprah, yes. like Sinead Burke. Okay. My own TV show one day. I've written a book. My own. I would have said written a book like last year, but I've already written one now. Maybe Done another one. Maybe another one like a children's book mm. or a book about how to be an influencer. Yeah. Because there's so many people trying to be one. And I think it's really important to sh share with the next generation how to do it. So um, it's all about, for me, it's all about education. That's all I want to do. Educate people. That is my goal in life. And I know that's my purpose. Damn, spit the fire, yeah. spit the goddamn fire. Yeah, babe. I love that, I love that. Okay, well, it sounds like a bright future, you know, that's what Thank we want. You. And with us, I want possibly a child in the next couple of years. And, I don't have a time and I don't have a yeah, and whenever you choose to propose, I'm down. Okay. That's, I'm, not, no. I'm not saying yes or no, I'm not saying I'll say it, but I'm down. For whatever. <laughs> I'll just say yeah, I don't have that, a date yeah. yet. Don't have a date for that yet. Okay, it's fine. You know. It's fine. Um got cold feet. <laughs> but it's been so good having you on my podcast. It's been a great experience. Thank you for having me. First time, Alan. Yeah, first time. I am nodding my head a little bit because I'm like I like the sound of it here. Sounds really good. And Yay. Some... I'm glad you've had Get fun. I'm proud of you because I know how nervous she was. Yeah, proper. Proper. Nervous. But you did it, babe. And it's like hard to look around. I'm still getting used to that. And then the light beaming into my eyes. I know. It's a lot going on. Yeah. It's a lot going on. But, but yeah, great experience. Sorry. Great. Go on. But yeah, no, it's okay. But yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Where can we find you, Alan? In my, in my Instagram. <laughs> or yours. Oh. Where can we find you? Well, mine is, um, I'm on Instagram, so it's Alan Lashjack. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I was first. <laughs> or you was can find him on my Instagram. Yeah. It's always the Whether if my Instagram name was different, one second. All about Alan. Isn't it all about Alan? Or is it Alan Lashjack? I've changed it so many times. No, it's Alan Lashjack. So it's A-L-A-N-L-A-S-Z-C-Z-A-K. I have a lot of CZs in there. Yes, I'm Polish. Yes, Polish. <laughs> and I'm doing this a lot. I'm not Italian. Don't get it mixed up. <laughs> Don't get it mixed up. Don't do it. But yeah, that's where you can find him. Yeah. And thank you so much, babe. No worries. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. It's been fun. Remember to look out for my book, Main Character Energy, 10 Commandments to Living Life Fearlessly. 
It will be available at all good bookstores. Now, 